while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Friday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a look back at 2023 in Minneapolis from the mayor, how to properly get rid of that Christmas tree, and some more controversy around Minnesota's new state flag. But we begin with one of the Twin Cities' signature wintertime sporting events that could be in danger of cancellation, and not through anybody's fault except Mother Nature's. This is what it usually sounds like at Lake Nokomis in Minneapolis during the U.S. Pond Hockey Championships. Yeah! Try that now and all you get is a big splash. Like other waterways this warm winter, Lake Nokomis has no ice cover with the tournament starting in less than a month. There is no alternative site. They either play or not. Jesse Deloritz says this has happened before. A few years ago, we still had water water on the uh, out on Lake Nokomis. Um, and the event still went off. There's no drop-dead date, but Dolores says the decision will likely be made within two weeks. Until then, people are offering a little wintertime magic to make it happen. No, I know we've got people doing their ice dances. Uh, we're just, uh, no, not, just waiting patiently. Al Shock, Newstalk A30, WCCO. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is looking back at 2023 and sharing his goals for next year. He tells WCCO's Adam Carter he considers 2023 to be a year of mostly positive change, including a change to his appearance as he dons a new mustache. I'm not going to argue that it is a quality mustache, but uh, look, hey, we're, we're giving it a shot for a little bit. I had quite a bit of stubble. I obviously shaved <laughs> off the rest. I left the stash. Fry touched on a year of progress and setbacks that included a revitalization of downtown and updates to MPD standards and practices. He also commented on the departure of Minneapolis City Council member Lisa Goodman. She's been a, a mentor of mine since my very earliest Uh, moments in politics, uh, and she's a force. Fry says he's looking forward to more progress in 2024. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Choosing not to drink alcohol has become a lot more popular recently, especially among the younger generation. With 2024 right around the corner, many are ready to crack open the new year. But while the bubbly and booze will be flowing the next few days, others are taking the approach of abstinence. Hazelden's Manuel Garcia. This in part has to do with more education being available around alcohol and the possible side effects. Also, I think that the younger generation has more interest in other substances. The other substances would include marijuana, as it's more available for those aged 12 to 25. But for those who don't abstain... There is hope and there is so much power. And if you're recognizing that uh, alcohol is impacting your life in a way that you don't want it to, then there is help available and we can help you. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. And ahead of the new year, Minneapolis residents are sharing their resolutions for 2024. It's been another unique, often hard and also exciting year to live in Minneapolis. But what many are looking for now is relaxation and a fresh start. My New Year's resolution is to stay healthy, to be a resource to others and try my best to do my best every day. My New Year's resolution is to get back in school, eat healthier, and enjoy life. More relaxation time. Uh, Yeah, I guess just happiness and keep staying in the gym too. I started doing that. Uh, Try to work a little less. (laughs) Mine is to find happiness and peace. Nationally, going to therapy and working on mental health was named the most popular New Year goal of 2023, topping the list in multiple states. 
Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Metro Transit is waiving fares on New Year's Eve. Sunday is your chance to ride with fellow fans to the Vikings-Packers game or enjoy one of the many New Year's Eve celebrations happening across the Metro free of charge. Metro Transit's Nikki Mulehausen. Anyone can hop aboard a light rail, a bus, um, same with any of the Metro Valley Transit Authority buses, as well as the North Star, anytime from 6 until end of service. Learn more at 1-800-FREE-RIDES. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. All this week on WCCO Radio, we're taking a look back at some of the top local news stories of 2023. In Minneapolis, one car was stolen every hour, leading law enforcement to try some new tactics. Although thefts happen all over the metro, Minneapolis's numbers continue to surpass prior years, as other cities like St. Paul have seen a 41% decrease. Police believe many of the crimes are being carried out by minors. Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara called for deeper solutions after the deaths of some of the children committing these crimes. A 12-year-old boy was shot two different times in one of these vehicles and in between was running from the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, fleeing them in one of these stolen cars. In response, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty has introduced a pilot program aimed at kids involved in crime, which has seen children as young as seven being referred into the program. Police still argue that young criminals need to be held responsible as the total car thefts this year have surpassed 6,000. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830 WCCO. A new policy takes effect in the new year to improve courthouse security in Minnesota. For certain hearings and trials, security will be enhanced and all visitors will be required to place their personal electronic devices into locked pouches for the duration of their visit. They can retrieve them once they leave. There are exceptions to the rule, with credentialed media, courthouse staff, and attorneys allowed to keep their devices. This measure will only occur on days when a judge might be concerned about a high-profile case or one dealing with sensitive matter. Ari Bergeron, News Talk, 830 WCCO. A Minnesota woman has sued her dentist. After receiving four root canals, eight dental crowns, and 20 fillings in a single visit that she says led to her disfigurement. Kathleen Wilson filed the lawsuit last week in Hennepin County District Court, accusing Dr. Kevin Muldrum of Muldrum Family Dentistry in Eden Prairie of providing negligent treatment in July of 2020. That treatment, she says, caused significant injuries, along with providing an unsafe dosage of anesthesia and falsifying medical records to cover it up. She is asking for at least $50,000 in damages. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. Our new state flag isn't a done deal yet in the minds of some. The Crow Wing County Board of Commissioners is planning to vote to send a letter to the governor and state lawmakers opposing it. The highly publicized process to create a new state seal and flag was completed earlier this month. Crow Wing County Commission Chair Paul Coring brought up the issue at this week's meeting. I have heard displeasure, a lot of displeasure from my constituents because somebody's offended by something on the flag, which I don't understand at all. Now we're whitewashing or getting rid of changing our history. Coring and other commissioners are calling this a symbolic resolution. It's not expected to affect the flag's adoption, which happens in May. Many say the current state seal, which is part of the current state flag, has racist images. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota's health insurance exchange is seeing some record numbers as the year comes to a close. Starting on January 1st, 132,789 Minnesotans will have health insurance after signing up with Minsure, the state's health insurance marketplace. CEO Libby Callum says there are a couple of reasons for the bump. The uh, American Rescue Plan 
um, increase the generosity of the discounts that are available only through Venture. So I think that's playing a part. Another reason? The Medicaid redetermination process that's happening right now in Minnesota and across the country means more folks are looking for private health insurance right now. She says consumers still have until mid-January to sign up for plans that take effect in February. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. Yet another issue on the ice in northern Minnesota. Crews yesterday afternoon recovered the body of a man who was on a transport vehicle that crashed through the ice on Lake of the Woods. The vehicle known as a bomber went through the ice near Flag Island yesterday morning. Flag Island east of the northwest angle and close to the Canadian border. Other passengers were able to get out of the water with help from the vehicle's driver. The resort owner says he checked the ice where the bomber went into the water and found it to be a foot thick. Authorities are still trying to find out why the ice gave way. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. New numbers from the Minnesota Department of Health show a lot of us are getting sick these days. State Health Department officials say COVID-19, influenza, and RSV cases are on the rise in Minnesota. Epidemiologist Karen Martin. You're correct in that we have seen um, maybe a more dramatic increase of RSV, and particularly in the last week or two, influenza um, is really stepping up. So we're expecting a pretty high activity uh, in the next few weeks for respiratory illness. But this isn't too unusual this time of year. All these diseases are seasonal. Even COVID-19 is somewhat seasonal in that um, we do tend to see more of it in um, the colder months. Vaccinations, washing hands, and wearing masks are the most popular ways to prevent these illnesses. And if you're sick, stay home. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830, WCCO. If you're tossing out your Christmas tree in the coming days, a word of caution from the State Agriculture Department. Entomologist Angie Amborn says some natural trees that were shipped into Minnesota could be harboring what she calls unwanted hitchhikers or pests that you may not even be able to see. She says they're typically not a problem while the tree is in your home, but it's important to dispose of the tree properly. The bigger deal comes then with what you do with that Christmas tree when or your wreath or your garland when you're done with it um, and what we really want people to do is to follow their um, city ordinances on how to get rid of that christmas tree Amborn advises against keeping old trees in the yard or throwing it elsewhere in nature just in case it's harboring invasive pests. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Thanks for listening to 830 on the go. You can find each day's on the go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830, WCCO.